up, everybody? It's Phil Faithful. After the game, post-game podcast, Eagles-Niners. Eagles lose 11-17 at home at the link. Sad way to go out for Eagles. Home opener, Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts. A lot of juice was brought to this game, but unfortunately, Burst just couldn't get it done. Initial thoughts, uh, Tim, opener. Um, disappointing, no doubt. Still pretty high on the team um, as a whole. But definitely hurts to have one that I feel like we should have won. Not even just like could have, but should have won. Because we were so dominant in that first half, and then we're, we're, we're losing at the half, and then we just we let them do whatever they want in the second half because they had the lead, they had momentum, they had freaking Kyle Shanahan scheming up nine-minute drives that ends in a touchdown. You know, like they just coasted at that point. We needed to capitalize on our early momentum. Big plays that didn't get nothing. Can't have that. Yeah, I think the the we were there, right? We had all the opportunity in the world. Um, Rager had a touchdown call back. Quez had the bomb. We didn't capitalize on like the plays were there to be made. We just didn't make them. That's the execution part. But the good news is they're there, right? So the the plays were there. Um, now it's just about executing it. I mean, young first time coach, young quarterback, young playmakers around him. Um, that's going to happen. I mean, 49ers are no slouches. Like, you guys may not think they are what everyone says they are, but, I mean, pretty damn good football team. Like, they're probably up there in the Super Bowl odds right now. Um, they're not bad. I mean, they're, they're going to be better than maybe – they're maybe, maybe two or three teams better than them that we face for the rest of the year. I mean, that, that's a good team, and, and we played them – Somewhat tough. I mean, we were in control the first half. Uh, but, yeah, I just think the inexperience and and everything being so new in situations like first and goal from the one after having three plays from the, the five or whatever it was and not punching it in there, not getting any points at all. Something to learn from. It's a learning experience. Now the question is, will he learn from it? Will yeah. he build off of that? and get better at what he did wrong. Because they didn't do anything wrong in week one. Now you got stuff to fix. Now you'll see how fast this team grows up. And if it's exponentially good and they come out and look good, everything's solid, uniform, clean cut Monday night, A+. Like, you ain't getting the game back. They didn't make plays, whatever. You gotta, this young, young coaching staff, young playmakers... Got to address and fix what's wrong quick so we don't have this lingering stuff like, oh, we could have won this game, we could have won that game all year. Kind of like how it was last year. Like, fix problem, and I'm cool with it. Like, you're going to lose football games. This team wasn't going 17-0. Sucks we lost the home opener in a game we could have won. Yeah, it's going to hurt if we miss playoffs by one game. We can have to look at this one. But, like, Everything considered, young team, young coaches against a tougher team. I mean, it is what it is. Like I agree with most of what you're saying. I just don't agree with San Fran's a good that good of a team. Like San Fran is the worst team in their division. I think we all kind of agreed on that. Yeah, but the worst team in the best division in football. Like, are they a playoff team? Do you think? No. Wow. Yeah, I don't think. I think it's possible. I think they're going to be just on the outside looking yeah. in, just because how good that division is, but. Definitely a turning point in that game, no doubt about it. 
was one probably the Rager callback. I mean, dude stepped out, no doubt. But also not scorned, you know, at the one-yard line. All those tries. You know why? Because bad things happen in Philadelphia. No. Can't happen. Can't happen. Absolutely should have been retired. Yeah. What do you think? Well, I mean, there's people arguing, like, oh, it wasn't the Philly special. We had the running backs. Yeah, he tried to do Philly special, everybody who's saying that. Like, yeah. he tried to do, oh, this isn't the Philly special, but it is the Philly special. And, yeah, I don't want to see that ever again now. Like, he tainted it, you know. We did it the next year. The Falcons game got the first down, you know. It had, like, a decent legacy. You know, it still has a great legacy. Like, let me rephrase. You're, you're, you're taking away, though. You're, you're still thinking about that year. You're still thinking about the year. Oh, yeah, remember when we won a Super Bowl? Dude, we have so much stink between then and now. Like, that shouldn't even be remotely a thought in their heads. Right. Yeah. I think it was more Nick Sirianni trying to gain, like, you see the guy wearing t-shirts of the players, exactly. wearing the Philly stuff, doing all that kind of stuff. I think Man, it was right. more more him trying to get into the hearts of the Philly people. That's no, what no. I think it is. Yeah, I think you're right. Let's just live in fantasy land real quick, though. What if that worked? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, <laughs> find his t-shirt. Yeah, buying his t-shirt, no doubt about it. I think the next big thing to talk about here is like been to talk to the town this week was Jalen Hurts' deep ball uh, arm strength and accuracy. Now, a lot of people were, you know, giving him crap on Twitter, this and that, saying, you know, he doesn't have the deep ball strength. I, I disagree. I mean, you look at the Devonta Smith one in particular, one of the ones, and he, he threw it 60 yards in the air. It's just he took an extra half a step, and that was the difference between it leading Devonta and you know being uh, underthrown. So I think yeah. what that was. Go ahead, Tim. He's got to be quicker on his reads, much quicker, quicker on those on deep the reads, reads too. Like I, just I, trust I, it. He didn't didn't trust it. This but game. If, if I'm worried about like deep ball, it's not will he get the ball there. It's accuracy. Like is he going to put it where it needs to be? Is he going to put it where our guy can get it? If our dude is ahead of the guy, is he going like is he going to throw it behind him? Like deep ball accuracy as a whole, I think was a little bit of a was a concern. He had the he had the the big quez and then the freaking uh, the Rager play. If that Rager play but, isn't called back, I think we're looking at his deep ball ability much differently after this game. Yeah, but I also think we threw a lot of weird balls. A lot deep of opportunities. To we were definitely trying to force a deep ball, and last week yeah. he had the shortest uh, average air distance in the whole league, and this year this week he was the longest. Like. Kind of seems like a little bit of an overcorrection, don't you think? By by a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the over or the, the speeding up of the reads is the big one. Like you look at the Quez thing; he hit him in stride down the sideline. Um, he wasn't looking around. Devonta was probably one of his last reads on the the end zone ball. You just got to get through the progression quicker, or. You gotta see coverage that you like and take a shot. Like deep balls are always like majority of the quarterbacks in the league, they see a coverage they like and they make up in their mind. If this guy is not open, I'm going deep and I'm just throwing it. Yeah, like it seemed like he was throwing deep in double coverage once or twice too. That yeah. was a little worrisome to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the the deep ball was his one major question coming in too. I mean, he he's looked decent on it on his short passes. Um, I saw another thing, like, uh, certain percent of its passes were on to the right side of the field or something. Yeah. So that, that's something Sirianni has to watch play calling wise 
Um, there's a bunch of stuff you can scheme up on defense. You can scheme up corner blitzes coming that way. Blitzes coming the blind side. Um, you got to even that out a little bit. Like he's trying to protect him from having to throw, roll left and throw across his body. But I mean, dude's an NFL quarterback. He's gonna have to do it eventually. Right. Yeah, I mean, he only threw for 190 yards, and 91 of them was on the Quez Watkins play. I mean, that's it was definitely a concerning performance all around from the offense. Definitely the strength of the Niners was their defense going in. Nobody could deny that. But you look at these wide receivers, and Dallas Goddard was the second-highest wide receiver with 24 yards. And then Kenneth Gainwell was third. So, like, big-time room for concern there. No doubt about it. Yes, here's something I saw too. I saw a Baldy breakdown. You saw the Zach Ertz play, the Baldy. What was the, was the worst schemed play of all time on the goal line? Yeah, all those plays on the goal line were not well schemed. But even that one in particular, I, I hate that more than Philly Special. If you're going 1v1 into the end zone, like in the corner of the end zone, why is Zach Ertz that guy? Like, no, not even like Zach Ertz slander or anything like that. Like, I'm not anti-Zach Ertz. It's just, why is he the guy over Goddard if you're going to go tight end? Or over Smitty if you're trying to get 1v1 elite route runner? Like, why, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, that's the big thing with Sirianni. That, that goal line stand is the most worrying thing of the game in terms of coaching, I think. Um, yeah. I think you got kind of got to read the room, too. Not only the bad play calling, but... You had until second or third and goal from the five and got bailed out by a flag. Yeah. And then got moved to the one and went 0 for 3. Right. At what point, you're up 3 nothing, you're controlling the half. Maybe kick it. Like, everyone likes to call to go for it. I don't know. Yeah, I like to call to go for it. I just think one of those, or two of those calls has to just be miles right up the gut. Or a quarterback sneak even. Read option, quarterback sneak, something. Anything man. that makes sense. Read option, read option makes a lot of sense with the guy you have playing quarterback, and, and not to even to get to Miles, who can make a dude I think Braden Brooks was still in the game at that point. Like you, you got to ride that offensive line and just attack the run game. I think. Yeah, I mean, I want to be mad either way because those are like that's a legitimate way to not get a first down as opposed to Philly special and Zach Ertz special. Like, what are we doing? I agree. Do you, either one of you guys have the box score up? I did. Yeah. Don't look at it. Ah. Did you look at it already? Uh, very, I don't know. Who had asking. more passing yards, Hertz or Jimmy G? You're asking me, so it's Hertz. You're asking, no, it's going to be Jimmy G, but by like two yards, I bet. Hertz, I didn't look. Hertz by one yard. Oh. Jimmy G with 189. They yeah. didn't, I mean, the defense. Well, the veteran defense did their job. Yeah. All you could ask for. Played really, really, really well. Have it. Couple dumb penalties at the end that I didn't really think had to be called, like the Derek Barnett thing. Like that dude just has a history of just yeah, taking bad like, penalties, man. It's just what he does, I mean, dude. I guess it's a penalty, but did he have to call that? I mean, he didn't level him. Yeah, he, ran he just into didn't him, have to hit him. Like that. He didn't yeah. have to do it. It's on him. And and the Kayvon Wallace penalty is is absolute garbage. I mean, dude yeah. was dude was the low man in the collision yeah. and was turning his head. If anything, the penalty in that situation is on Trey Sermon. If Trey Sermon yeah, runs, there's no penalty. Like if Trey Sermon runs over Kayvon Wallace and the yeah. same hit happens, and Trey Sermon keeps going, they're talking about how great of a run it was. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I, I don't. I mean, get dude it. was like falling down. Yeah, like, that's the thing. It, it the wasn't game a normal. Happens not in slow mo. Like it, it wasn't. It wasn't a normal hit. Like the dude was on his way down. Kayvon Wallace was on his way down and actually started to tuck. Yeah. yeah, and it just so happened 
the bottom, the the back of his helmet hit the side of this dude's helmet as he was turning to tuck away from him, and then turnover gets called back, and then yeah, that was a killer. But I think the defense did their job. They, they called the fumble right. It's a different football game. Yeah, Tom Brady's words. He was just saying the other day about uh, passing stuff, but it works equally as good here. Offensive players, or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The offensive players are making mistakes left and right here and there, whatever. Defensive players are getting punished for it. Yeah. So he was talking about, like, pass interference and stuff like that and this and that. He's like, yeah, well, my part of my job is to throw them open and to get them away from people. If I throw it into the defender and the dude hits them, like, that's my fault. Yeah, and he was talking Same about the defensive, here. defenseless receiver stuff. Yeah. I throw a hospital ball over the middle like it's on the quarterback. Yeah, and if, if a running back puts his head down, he should be liable for him getting smoked. The yeah. thing is... The rule is is a little weird to me. Like, it's who initiates the contact. If one guy's running this, like, right, and one guy's running left, and they hit each other with their head, both their heads are down, didn't they not both initiate the contact by having their head down and running at something? Like, I I don't understand the penalty. Like, helmet to helmet, unless it's defenseless, if you're tucking your head... And the other person's tucking their head. How do you pick a guy to throw it on? Yeah, I think most of like the time, like the situation you talk about, they just got to start throwing flags on running backs for leading with their head too. Yeah, that you're has call to happen. Weak calls on defenders, like you got to call. Best or best. even better, how about it on a running play? The running back protects himself because he's not defenseless. He's, yeah, he knows what he's getting into. So definitely. So how about there's just no defenseless hits or personal foul hits unless it's like legitimately, like, egregious, which is where they already have the authority to call. Like, on, yeah. like if yeah. somebody, like, clips some dude in the nade just, like, for fun, like, yeah, you could call that already. You don't need any sort of rule for that. How about you just stop calling it on run plays? Speaking of uh, injuries, though, Eagles had two pretty big injuries. Two in big game. ones, yeah, starting, starting early this year. Brandon Brooks is going to be out for a few weeks with a pec strain, and then we lost BG, Brandon Graham, for the whole year. Not good. With the Achilles. Really sucks to see Brandon Graham. Like, towards the end of his career. Towards the end of his career. Eagle great. He's been playing like some of his best football, no less, too. And then, you know, this season, this gets zapped from him. You know, first quarter of week two. Sucks. Yeah, it's all. Definitely sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> we'll get Brooks back, but sucks for him, too, with how much he's been battling back from all his injuries. No sacks on the defense and only two quarterback hits. Yeah, that goes like that. That might be a little more of that Niners quick release kind of deal too. I mean, they they don't really stretch the field or even try to. There are a lot of over the middle slant screens, kind of stuff like that, especially with Kittle there. Um, yeah, I I think that that goes to say more what that was because I don't I mean did it look like the Eagles didn't really get enough pressure on Jimmy G when he was throwing like I didn't see I didn't think like oh this guy's all time in the world well what's funny was I thought in the first half like the defensive line and offensive line were eaten they were all they were all doing what they're supposed to do and in the second half they all were done and I think part of that is because nine minute march down the field drive will kills the defense kills your defense and I think uh the yeah. offensive line. We had a bunch what. of three and outs, or two, like in the second half. Yeah. So didn't even get the defensive breather. Yeah. Yeah, and the offense, like straight up, like they looked elite at times, and then they looked like five men cause a sack. 
You know, like, there's that one where literally the entire line just, like, eats yeah, the entire line. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think that they need to work on that for sure. Like, the offensive and defensive lines, like, they should, in theory, be elite. But, like, we need them to play for four quarters. Yeah. You know what else? I was looking at the snap counts. I don't have it in front of me, but uh, Josh Sweat just got signed to his, that big contract. First game after it. And only played in, like, 35% of the snaps or something really low. Or 37 total snaps. With Brandon Graham hurt. With Brandon Graham hurt. I just don't understand, like, the logic behind that at all. No. I don't know. It's tough to... We need, to, I think, a little bigger sample size to get locked in on, like, the rotation, how they're using guys. Um, stick on the defensive line. Sirianni said something about, like, they were running a lot of 12 personnel and heavy packages. So, like, yeah, it makes sense. Figure get somebody else in there for the rundowns, but I don't know. If you just send that dude to that contract, like, I want him down there and all the downs. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, no doubt. Like, is the dude your starting defensive end now? Like, he better be, number one. Yeah, yeah. Sticking with the defense, someone that's been really good first two games. Yeah, highlight of the defense so far, like, not even close. Hargrave, I think. Yeah, that's who I was going to say. I was going to make sure we were. each other like you were going to say different names, and I was like, what's going to happen? Well, once you said highlight (laughs) of the defense so far, I was like, wait. And then I kind of, yeah. Dude's been a monster. Yeah, he has been. And Two I tackle think, for losses both early in this game, like instant impact. Yeah, and we didn't see that at all at all last, last year. year. Yeah, so I, I like. I think he might be taking the new system, the new defense coordinator, and running with it. I love it. Um, that's only going to make Fletcher Cox a little bit better next to him. Yeah, how about Darius too? Honorable mention. I was going to say to two corners, both of them. Yeah, for sure. They've both been very good. Big Steven Nelson test this week for them. Yeah, Dallas week, no doubt. Yeah, well, when that you do if you're Dallas, they're the one they're not covering. Yeah, yeah but what's his face is hurt. Uh, <clears throat> Gallup. Gallup. Gallup's still out. Yeah, he castrated in week one. Oh. Yeah. So. Tavon Austin, I think they got or yeah. Yeah, Max gonna have to Stop lock him that. down. Yeah, I think that's all I gotta say about really yeah. both sides of the yeah. ball. I mean, it's disappointing. We'll come back next week. Got a big week, Dallas week. So. Disappointing, but I think overall, when we look at this at the end of the year, I think, I mean, we got beat by one possession against a good team. That's what I think. Not a great team, but a good team. Yeah, you got to score more in the left. You got to score, you gotta score yeah. a little more, and the chances were there, though. It, it wasn't like a shutdown, like, oh, we didn't get anything going ever. No, the chances were there. A young team, young coach didn't execute when they needed to to win a football game. It's going to happen. Yeah. So I think the, the the patience is going to be key here for Eagles fans and the whole city. Just give them a chance. Yeah, we weren't going 17 and now. Patience is hard for me. Like, I, If we record this right after the game, I would have been totally different tone of voice. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> no, but patience like is tough when you blow out the Falcons week one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you can't give me patience after you just, get, you just injected Expectations me. Expectations were you just way too high. Biggest, thing of adrenaline into my chest that you could like enough just enough to not kill me and then you're like yo calm down when we lose the 49ers like that's tough expectations were definitely way too high after that after after that win against the falcons i mean it it was the falcons who knows what they are i mean they played tampa tough for three and a half quarters um but 
I don't know. Expectations a little bit we too high. Questions Who knows? That's the thing. Expectations, and then we'll get out of here. Through two weeks, are your expectations higher now uh, than they were before the season, or lower? After watching these two games, exponentially higher. Gotta be. I would say higher for sure. I was like kind of high on them, like kind of for no reason. But then they gave us like. A now we have reason. reasons. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you tighten up some stuff on offense. I think like. I hope Sirianni and Hertz go back, break it down, fix their issues, get a little better game plan in the situations, and execute. That's all I'm looking for. Just get better, improve from what you did bad the week before, and then you, I'm sold. You got me. Definitely. All right, that'll do it for the Photo uh, Faithful post game pod. We'll see you next week after the Dallas game Monday night. Go Birds.